Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good morning, my friend. How are you doing up there in Los Angeles? It was so fun having you down here in San Diego, live in studio. But alas, you are back in the land of the homeless now. Yeah. <laughs> Number one city for homeless in the United States of America. 60,000 people. Oh come on, yeah, come come on, yeah, we're surrounded up. Instead of the used to be called the the, uh, the you know city of angels, yeah, now pretty much city of homeless. So yeah, thank you very H-A. much. It's H A now, not L A. H A. Homeless angel, Home, homeless uh, Angeles. I just saw uh, heard an interview with Rick Caruso, who just ran for L A. mayor and lost. Well, he had it stolen from him. Yeah, and he's just uh, the uh, he says L A. Uh, downtown is now uh, it's it's going to spiral into a yeah. same path because everyone's uh, no one wants to rent uh, office yeah. space there anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's going to join Chicago and all the rest. So uh, it, what a mess. But um, hey. <clears throat> Hey. We hope we hope everyone's doing great out there. It's good to see you, buddy. Uh, good to see you, we're, man. we're recording this on June the third, twenty twenty-three. Why do I mention June this time around? Because it's Pride Month. Yeah. Let's talk about it. All right. I'm going to begin with this. By the way, just before you start this, I know this, we get a lot. We got we, half the show. I guess I always do this to you. Half the show to cover on, but you know, Pride Month. Okay. These people, and we're going to get into this, the LGBT, the letter crowd, the letter crowd, I call them the letter crowd. The letter crowd, they get a whole month, okay? Memorial Day, one day. Mm -hmm. One day our country gives to celebrate the lives lost of the people who fought and died to save this country. And we give a month to these queer people? I'm sick of it, dude. Let's go. On the the bigger uh, picture thing, the word pride itself is sinful, so we just went to this great uh, church service last weekend down there, mm, yep. and the main topic, it's, it's probably the, one of the more prevalent topics throughout the Bible and Christianity, is being humble and putting God ahead of your wants Absolutely. and desires. Absolutely. So here we have the word pride in front and center, and it's just really just scary, frightening, however you want to put it, how not only the, the all of our government agencies, but individuals corporations organizations have just rushed to without even thinking about yeah. what it really means yeah. uh how it affects how, people. how it will affect people that's the big thing dude how it will it, affect people just stop have, ramming this stuff down our throat again you and i don't care we're kind of libertarian i think on a lot of these points i don't care what you do in, in the bedroom if you're over 21 that's your business it's a free country do what you want check your own box or check no box or be binary <laughs> i don't give a shit but don't shove this crap in my kid's face well, I, th- I think it's finally reached a tipping point because they've come so it's become so hard and fast the last just couple of years. Yeah. And we are this is the most accepting country in the world, I believe. And that's why yeah. everybody wants to come here. Oh, dude, I, I literally someone texted me. I know you got a whole series of stories to amplify this point today. And we're going to get into this. But like someone, a friend of mine just texted me this yesterday, a small local beach town in San Diego. I'm not going to name the town, but I live in it. And he texted me from the local library, which is really a kid's library. It's it's, it's not really used by adults. It's all for kids. He, there's an entire LGBTQ yeah. section there. As soon as you walk in the front door, I put this out on our social posts on Getter and stuff. People go check it out. There's a whole section there catering to kids. I mean, yeah. they are they are using this dude as a satanic tool to force this stuff down our kids' throats. It's really uh, that's the that's probably the biggest point to take away from all this is how they are so targeting the children. I mean, it used to just be uh, the, the silly TV shows, right? Uh, uh, I, I couldn't even name them offhand, but now it's specifically targeting five, six, seven, eight-year-olds. Yeah. Um, hey, 
so speaking of kids, so like I said, I believe the pushback has started and we're, we, we have to, like every day that goes on, I see headlines or the story. So here, let's go to Capitol Hill. Yeah. U.S. Capitol. So this, uh, this lovely uh, children's singing group oh, yeah. went up to just, just two days ago. It's mm-hmm. called the Rushing, Bo- Rushing Brook Children's Choir from uh, South Carolina. So they come up. Hey, we're going to tour D.C. and we're going to stop off at the Capitol tour uh, on a Capitol tour and sing the national anthem. Okay. Yeah. So mid, and they actually got permission for this. Like you, you shouldn't need permission to sing the national anthem, but they did. They got it halfway through singing this thing. Yeah, one of the Capitol police. Uh, yeah, you better stop right now. It's offensive. Yeah. So they uh, they stopped. The guy tried to clear it up, but fortunately, the very next day, Kevin McCarthy stepped in and said, oh. "Hey, we're going to invite you up to um, right here." back to the U.S. Capitol, we're going to let you sing. So it's amazing how just a simple little thing like allowing children to sing the national anthem at the U.S. Capitol is met with such like, oh, I mean, it's the opposite of what reality is. Yeah, well, I'll tell you why, dude. It's met with such disdain because elements of communism are taking over our nation's capital, the imperial city, as I now call it. It's not Washington, D.C. anymore. This is not no. the city of our nation's founders and Jefferson and, and Washington and, and Lincoln and so forth. This is now an imperial city. This is a barbed-wired, surrounded, National Guard-protected imperial capital. And this is what Capitol Police do at an imperial capital. They stop children from singing the national anthem. That's exactly I would almost expect it. To be honest with you. At this point? Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's two other uh, great, uh, very uh, clear moments that kind of, like you said, amplifies this kind of stuff. So literally just two days ago, and this is, like I said, this is un- un- unraveling or being exposed by the second. Yeah. Uh, we all know how the military has gone woke because yeah. of the, these, uh, these, these communists running, running these organizations. So just as opposed, just two days ago, yeah. the U.S. Navy had an Instagram and Twitter account that had a whole display about Pride Month. Hmm. about with the LGBTQ flags coming out of an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> so that and then we we have we've had various other, you know, milita- military at the at the Air Force bases and so on uh and fi- and just out of nowhere uh cut off. Yeah. So there's been such an incredible backlash and just I from from LA, yeah. I mean we're we're about as uh, uh you but know, as woke as you get. About as woke as you get. So and this is not coming from people that are born here. This is coming from uh, immigrants. So yeah. up there in North Hollywood, I used to live very, right next door to North oh, Hollywood. I saw this story. Yeah. They had a, a huge Stop Grooming Our Kids rally at the uh, Satakoy Elementary School up in North Hollywood, yeah. North, which is really just right next to uh, you know Encino and other valley cities. And most of the parents I was seeing, dude, they're like from Armenia. Yeah. They're from the Middle East. Yeah. They're uh, they're yeah. from Iran. Dude, it's just like uh, Detroit. It's just like this is the same thing is happening. But but they're but they're the point is they're yeah. the ones that are pushing back. No, I know the, the locals yeah. here are are seemingly oblivious to this or don't want to yeah. do anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it's it's incredible. And I saw I saw that story, dude. And I saw another story on the other side of the coast where a New York City police vehicle, you might have seen this, has been repainted and adorned with Pride Month designs. See, come like on. New, this is yeah. New York City taxpayer dollar funded police cars. And you get all these rainbow colors and all color. It literally, it says on the side of the side on the side of the police part side of the police car. It doesn't say to serve and protect. You know what it says? <laughs> all color. They're beautiful. All color. They're beautiful. Uh... Not serve and protect. Not we're going to protect you. Not your freedom is what we stand for. All color. They're beautiful. That's what it oh, said, Dave. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing that when 50 people uh, are shot 
shot and killed every month. Uh, I'm sorry, every weekend in Chicago. I wonder how that's going to, you know, help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got you. We got your colors covered, but yeah. uh, go ahead and shoot each well, other. They got, they got you, rainbow you know. colored Glocks there, so Dave. That's so that's what kind oh, of that's works. Pretty. That's what works for them. Yeah, semi-automatic rainbow. As long as the as long as the as long as the um, the uh, handle of the gun is rainbow colored. It's rainbow colored. It's okay. You're okay to yeah. to, to, to mm-hmm. run around. Public. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, hey, last week we talked about how the L.A. Dodgers, you know, our favorite, my well, used to yeah. be my favorite baseball team. Um, had invited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, this radical leftist, communist, anti-Catholic uh, group. Yeah. Um, it, and they're still scheduled. This is supposed to be June 16th uh, during Pride Night. Yeah. And first they were disinvited. Now they're back. Um, there's been a lot of baseball players now, including Clayton Kershaw, our yes. star pitcher, have Pushing pushed back. back. Thank yeah. goodness. I mean, it doesn't take much. If you're a star pitcher, you're making millions. I think you can get the public on your side like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to be shy or, yeah. oh, I don't know if we should talk back about this. Um, and I think it's happening. Uh, if you take sure. a look at what's happening with Target, how, yeah. how much market cap have they lost? $15 Billions. billion in the last uh, – yeah, I can right. even check it out. Real time was run the, on the show here. But I think it's and, $15 billion in the last yeah, uh, month. And, he, and you know, you, when will they learn? Maybe never. But Walmart, which is about as <laughs> mid-America – I mean, talk about biting the hand that feeds you. So yep. Walmart, Walmart continues to provide LGBT products right now, like you said, right up there in the open, right in the aisles with little children, with little, uh, you know, two-year-old with uh, the rainbow flag on it. Yeah. Um, I think we're at the tipping point. I hope. Stock is down 15% in the last month, $15 billion in market cap, wiped off target. Same Our, direction as Disney hmm. last year, Netflix. Uh, oh, Kohl's. We talked about Kohl's last right. week. Same thing. They're doing the same thing. Dave, all, all these stores. You know who's not stupid? Walmart and Costco. Guess where they're closing stores? Portland, right? They get it. They run They run a very tight economic ship. They, they may carry the odd item that's not appropriate, but they are like, hey, you gotta, you're going to start messing around with our businesses. We're not. And same thing with Bed Bath & Beyond. What happened? They kept, they kept Mike Lindell out of there, my pillow. They thought they were all tough. Well, they went into bankruptcy a couple weeks ago. Who's so, t- who's so tough now, Mr. Bed Bath & Beyond? Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. I think you know, as, as a tie-in, um, we are seeing the rumblings of an alternative economic system taking yes. place. Let's and talk it's about very that. slow, yeah. and you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit uh, cumbersome to begin yeah. with. I mean, I, I, changed, I got rid of my hairy razors. It was yeah. my, my first small <laughs> step to, to doing this. Right. And, and I, you know, I think within a very, very short time, I'm sure there's some very wealthy backers that we're going to get another Amazon. We're going to get an Amazon-like portal. Yeah. We will. And it takes little, I'm glad you mentioned the shaving story, Dave, because that, it takes everybody taking little steps, just like the Christian pitcher at the Dodgers. You know, if you're not willing to fall on your sword as a devout Christian for that, what are you willing to fall on your sword for? I mean, at some point you have to say enough is enough. And I, I think every little step, whether it's the razors or whatever it is, and I just sent you a story this morning, Dave, I'm not sure if you saw it. And I pushed this out on our social feeds so folks can check this out. But it's titled, it's from The Economist. Now, of course, The Economist, no magazine friend of ours. This is a globalist publication straight out of Davos. Um, here's, the, here's the headline. Conservative Americans are building a parallel economy. Dave, we've talked oh, about this for okay. two years. I'm not sure if you saw this yet. Conservative Americans are building a parallel economy. Now, I have to give Andrew Torba over at Gab, another one of our social media platforms, kudos for this. Because he's been promoting this ever since they launched Gab as an alternative when he was thrown out Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. And there's now 40,000 stores in this marketplace. You can go to this marketplace if you're so inclined and check out all the – because, look, it's very simple. Stop giving your money to people that hate you. Why are we giving money 
and buying stock in companies that hate us and hate our way of life. There are plenty of other options. Go to publicsq.com. It's an online marketplace. You can find tons of conservative options or check out the article on our social feed on The Economist. Thank you for. I think we should start mentioning this almost every every podcast now. It's very important. Let's just keep reminding each other and our fans out there that there are different ways to do our shopping. And you know what? Hey, moving your money around to the correct places that goes a long way in this country. Well, why do you? So I'm glad you mentioned that, Dave. Because just before we get to the next segment, why do you think they're going? Why do you think during the trucker convoy protest in Canada, why do they go after the payment processors? Why are they going Mm -hmm. after Give Send Go? Why are they going after? Why is PayPal going after you? They want to control all the payment processing services, centralize the economy, centralize the currency, digital currency. That's why the Fed has created a working group to create a digital currency. Why do they want to do that? So that they can block you in a nanosecond from expressing your rights and your freedom and purchasing power. Get So, so only use those platforms, folks, very, very judiciously. Okay? That's when it gets, starts getting scary, when they start tracking all your money and can put a stop to where, you know, oh, yeah, you're going to start buying from this conservative Dave, site. They're, uh, Dave, they're I mean, already doing it. Don't you, remember, don't you remember in the trucker convoy protests in Ottawa last year in Canada? I, know, I had friends who sent literally $10 uh, via the Give, Send, Go platform, they had the FBI knocking on their door. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is not it's, a joke. This no, is not it's... funny. This is, <laughs> you're sending a few bucks to support a freedom movement, and you're getting, you're getting the boot kick, bootlickers kicking down your door? I mean, this yeah. is serious stuff. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wake up. Uh, let, me, let me hit you with one more thing related yeah. to this uh, and ask you a, a serious question. The U.S. Department of Education, from where I am sitting right now, and I don't have children, but I am very aware how evil this organization is. Yeah. Um, they are doing nothing to educate our children in the correct manner. It's just That's a right. big money pit of corruption and yes. a cesspool of perversion. Yes. They are pushing this pride nonsense more than any other yeah. group. What's it going to take? I mean, you got Marjorie Taylor Greene getting out there, one of the very few actually standing up and saying, hey, this, is, this agency is, is evil. They need to be dissolved. Yeah. What's it? I mean, will we have to literally sweep every single department to get rid of a group like this? Uh, it's going to be a tough call. But look, uh, groups like the Department of Energy and the Department of Education did not exist before like 1964, before yeah, Eisenhower. No, so right. they, they, were, they were created. The country existed for 150 years without them, and we can exist for another 150 years without them as well. So my, my point is very simple. Once we get an administration in that has the balls to actually just write an executive order and do it. Just like yeah. it doesn't, Congress has no say, say in this. It's an executive branch uh, uh, decision. It's not a judicial decision. It's not a congressional decision. Congress can defund. Uh, I mean, Congress anytime. This is we're going to get into this topic in the next session here with Speaker McCarthy and the debt ceiling. Congress can defund the Department of Education tomorrow, mm. like by line item veto. They can not not veto line item uh, budget appropriation. They can defund the Department of Education tomorrow. They will not, and we'll talk about why in a few minutes. But the whole Department of Education, you are absolutely correct. They do nothing. They are nothing. They're nothing but an agenda-pushing, woke organization. They do zero for education. They're they are locked in step with Randy Weingarten, the teachers' union, and the progressive agenda. It's uh, They're as bad as they get. Uh, people got to be aware of this out there, and uh, that's why we need Donald Trump back in the, in, in the, in the White House. Well, let, let's, so let's, let's bring this up. So the friggin' <laughs> debt ceiling Yeah, we got to get it on this topic. Yep. Uh, I was on the fence with it a week ago. Now I'm down on it. It's, yeah. There's, there's a, cr- a few crumbs of goodness in there. No crumbs. Oh, actually making no people. No crumbs, Dave. No crumbs. <laughs> not, not, you're right not even there. getting any crumbs. No crumbs. I was going to say at least it's like, oh, 
we're going to actually make no. people work a little bit so they no. don't just get their welfare without just sitting no. on their butts. So, no. how, it, so as it sits right now, as it's passed, it's 100% uh, evil. Is 100 per- Yeah. So like you, I was kind of going back and forth until I did what I encourage all the listeners to do, and that is read the fine print. Or if you don't have time for that, just go to the New York Times this morning. New York Times this morning had a uh, had a uh, article. No, no, no. It's that uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna like it. Had a had an article in the cover of the New York Times that basically said, uh, "Focus on the details," quote unquote. Focus on the details, Dave. There are no savings in this debt ceiling deal. There, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all performative. There are no cuts. It's all optics. People are sitting at home listening to the mainstream media, both sides. I mean, Fox News, that's like news for stupid people. Don't forget that. If you have Fox News at home, get rid of it. It's news for stupid people. It, it, it's all baloney. Let me let me take you through. Do we have a couple of minutes? Can I take you through a couple of details here? Do it. So basically, this debt deal reveals, in my estimation, the true enemy of our country. And that is the rhinos and the Republican establishment who are inside the beltway. They, they sold out. You. They sold out the American people. They sold out the taxpayers. Right now, there are millions of people back in the districts. These congressmen are scared shitless to go home because people are really upset. And they're going to go back to their districts. And they're like, why did you sell us out? We had leverage and we gave it up. We had one point of leverage with the progressive agenda and we caved. We caved in. So let me take you through some of the details. Details are important. Speaker McCarthy... Congressional Minority minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries and Chuck Schumer, the Senate Democratic Leader, and Biden, the mainstream media, all got together, except for the mainstream media. They all got together and they blessed this. There's no spending caps on this, Dave. Very important to understand. There's no spending caps. They tore apart the, the Republican debt ceiling deal that was made. Uh, in the House, there's no spending caps. It's 15 trillion over two years. The officer, the Office of Management and Budget Director, can override anything unilaterally. One quarter of that total is totally debt financed. Okay, one quarter of it, and that's at seven percent interest rate levels and going higher. Right now, there's about 40 House members that are absolutely furious about this. The Marjorie Taylor Greens and the like. Yes, but guess who voted for it, Dave? Marjorie Taylor Greene. She voted yeah, for it. Yeah. Jim Jordan, Dave, voted for it. I know. They should be, I'm going to go out and say this, oh, they should boy. be primaried. They need to be primary challenged when they go back to their, uh, for the next election. They have to be. We like them, but they sold us out on this vote. And there's about 130 people that are very, very upset about this. And so I say, go to the New York Times, paper of record today, uh, look at the story, focus on the details. I might even put up on our social, uh, social feeds. There are no cuts, Dave. In no. this budget, none. It's all performative. Yeah, uh, and the propaganda was in full force to say, "Well, we, you know, we had to compromise and all this." And really, like, it's oh, really disappointing to hear who voted for this thing. Um, mm-hmm. but yes, we know the Kevin McCarthy's of the world and the Daryl Isa's. They're going to vote for this dang thing. Yeah. But anytime, like we just noted last weekend, yeah. last podcast, that we had more Democrats yeah. voting for this than Republicans. Well, that me, tells you everything. And let me tell you, no, exactly. And so when you have the mainstream media, Chuck Schumer, Hakeem Jeffries, and Morning Mika and Joe all excited about the outcome of this, do you That's think it went well for us? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to give you, Dave, what I call my mom explanation i know mom's listening right now she's a big fan of the show but like i give it my mom explanation and that's what i say to people who don't focus on the on all these details i'm like if you have the other side cheering quietly for this deal do you really think you did well really like come on right and so let me give you one example since you mentioned the congress people people like jim jordan and mtg voted for this deal because they knew what would happen to them if they did not 
vote for this deal. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Congressman Andy Biggs, you know Andy Biggs, Dave, right? Congressman sure. Andy Biggs, Georgia, great guy. He, in the Rules Committee, before this got out for a full floor vote, voted against this thing going forward, as did, as did a bunch of other patriots uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, kind of Tea Party uh, folks within the, the, the MAGA realm there. And guess what happened? Then McCarthy took off the ATF pistol brace uh, topic for this week's uh, congressional calendar. Another topic for another time, but it's going to affect 3 million Americans. They want to give the ATF the power to regulate uh, through rules this pistol brace, which is like another way to hold the rifle, basically. Okay. And, so, and so McCarthy took it off the calendar. And next week, if that rule goes forward... You're going to have 3 million Americans who are technically violating the law, punishable by up to 10 years in federal prison, and it's obviously a felony. And Congress is doing nothing. And McCarthy, because Biggs voted to get to, to stop this out of the rules committee, the debt ceiling, Biggs got punished, Dave. Biggs got mm-hmm. punished. And that's what's important to understand. This is what happens to people who don't play the globalist game. They get punished. We're down to just literally a few dozen tough minded yes congress people yeah. that are holding the line and they obviously they couldn't they you know this is like pushing back a flood through yeah. a dam yeah. um is kevin mccarthy now done so remember we we he he came in he with be. a razor thin uh, approval amongst the congress people out there and they said hey there's that trigger Let's say if even one <laughs> congressperson yeah dislikes what he's doing we can call for him to be removed uh, this is this. Did you see I, I how Matt Gates voted? This... By the way, did you see, do you remember how Matt Gates voted on this debt ceiling deal? Because I mean, that's like if MTG and Jordan voted to support that package, right? Unfortunately, as much as I love those two people and I think they're patriots, they should be primary. They should be challenged. This is a because this is Dave. This we can talk about the pride stuff and the, all the rest of it all day. It all comes down to money and power. It all comes down to money and power, and you either have it or you don't have it. And right now, we don't have it. Either one. Have it. Yeah, and when we do get it back, we need to use, we have to be, we have to bring an axe to this stuff. An axe, not a little razor blade. Correct. Um, I think Kevin McCarthy's days are numbered. I think uh, it's all, Ron McDaniel, we got to get rid of her. There are certain uh, people that are, uh, that are stinking the top uh, uh, all the way down. Yeah. And there has to be a significant shift to lead us, uh, and obviously we, we have to lead into 2024 election yeah, being absolutely. Uh, getting on our side. So absolutely. tough, tough days ahead. We didn't like seeing this pass the way it was, and I, I hate being just the party of like the get the get along go along crowd. Yeah, no, it's it's horrendous. We'll keep talking about this topic uh, over the next few shows because this is uh, this is not dead by any means. You might be sitting at home. We're going to wrap up, but we're you might be sitting at home thinking, well, how do I? You know, this is. I'm angry now and upset. And how do I do something about this when all of our tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of listeners all over the world, they hear this stuff. Look, hold these people to account. Call your senator. Call your uh, congressional office. Write them a letter. Ask for a meeting when they're back in your district. Go to their offices. Set up some time. Uh, Don't vote for them next time. I mean, there's lots of different ways that you can get involved and make your uh, conscience known uh, in a in a civil and, and respectful way. Dave, great to see you this week. Folks, thank you for listening. And don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We are out there everywhere on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and all the rest of it. Also on social media, at Rant and Rave 1776, on Getter, Gab, MeWe, Truth Social, uh, and all of the different uh, social platforms. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side. <laughs>